What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. You're going back. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello. That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends. I feel like it's been a while since we could just sit around and, and sort of go through some housekeeping. We had guests. We had people missing time, holding our equipment hostage. But now we're back. So uh, glad to be back. Uh, do we have anything we need to get to here before we get into it? Well, this was your ideal opportunity to say Quack Attack is back, Jack, and you failed. Oh, uh, that's true. That's so we're going to start over. <laughs> Hey, right now. Okay, well, let's just move on. <laughs> Tommy, what is the topic today? Uh, we just got a great Mighty Ducks Minute for everyone, and uh, as, as we like to mention, this is an idea that we borrowed from uh, Star Wars Minute. Is that cor- the correct name of the podcast? That is the correct name. It's expanded into many different films with de- many different minutes that are being broken down, but it started with Star Wars Minute. We took it from them. What's the most obscure f- film series being broken down minute by minute? There's a whole website. I believe it's minutebyminute.com or minutemovie.com. I'll put it in the show notes, but it lists like every single movie that has a podcast that breaks it down minute by minute for. Uh, there's a whole community out there of podcasts. on this? I don't think so. I could, I could get us on here probably. Yeah, yeah I need to get on there. I'll throw it out there. I'll email the person. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, but I'm sure there's something on there that would be quite unique. Uh, as Tommy said, we saw this from Star Wars Minute. The the wrench we throw into the equation, we go random minutes. They go minute by minute. We go random minutes. With your minutes. beloved random number generator. That is true. That is true. And the random number generator spit out minute number 275 this week, which is an exciting minute. It's not really that exciting of a minute, but it's still a good minute. There's a nice moment in this minute. Uh, this is... An hour and sixty-three to an hour and or an hour and sixty, uh, sixty-three to sixty-four. So an hour and three minutes, an hour to an hour and four minutes. That's the minute we're going for in D three. And to set up the scene here, this is the end of Fulton and Charlie's run through the Mall of America, and then they go to some sort of alley and, and talk about their feelings here. And you can just listen right now. Sorry. 
All right. As we do here, just overall impressions, first of all, of this minute. Um, I... And I think we've we, we've talked about this a little bit when we were watching it, um, that we've done something uh, a minute very close to this, correct? Correct. So we did Mighty Ducks Minute 263 in episode 103. Now, that doesn't jive with the minute numbers because if you remember, we were using a bootleg website that sped up the films. So, But the minute we did calling it Minute 263 was right before this when Charlie and Fulton were in the midst of their run through the Mall of America. This comes right after, right at the end of it, uh, as I said before. So one of the things that's, that sticks out for me is um, they both have pretty weak stomachs. Um, just that one ride kind of sets them off, it seems. Well, um, they, I guess they were riding the coaster, They did too. the coaster, then they did like the... What kind of what do you call the right? If it's like a, the, like those, circular one, is that what you're talking? Well, about? for those who have played Roller Coaster Tycoon, mm-hmm. oh, it's love, like love the swinging ship. Tycoon. Yeah, but th- it goes in a in, in a whole circle though. Yeah, of right, like exactly. It's almost forth. like uh, there was a Six Flags ride called SWAT. If anyone's ever been on that, no. um, but anywho, but yeah, Roller Coaster Tycoon, a big fan. Yeah, yeah, I might have to break that out later. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and it, it always strikes me every time that I never realized that this was the Mall of America growing up. Like when I watched the movies, it didn't even. Yeah, I always thought it was me. like a carnival. Yeah, and I know we talked about that at length uh, when we did the last one, but it still just always stands out to me. Well, you mentioned their weak stomachs. I think maybe they just ate. They were just eating way too much and going on rides, which That's I think, true. you know, that, that would mess up a lot of people, no matter how strong your stomach is. Quick, quick poll: Have you guys ever puked at an amusement park? No, I no. puked the day after though. I went to yeah, it was weird. I went to um Six Flags in New Jersey with my cousins and like we were riding all the coasters or whatever. And then like it was toward the end of the day, I was like, I'm kinda hungry, so I bought a Milky Way. Uh good candy bar. And then we went on <laughs> like the, the Skull Mountain ride, I think it was called. It was like uh like a decent coaster, but there was never any lines, so it was fun. It was kinda indoorsy. Um and I didn't really feel well, like until the next day, and then we were driving back home and I threw up on the side of the road. And a cop actually stop behind us because it's like a no stop think you zone. were drunk he, he must have yeah i thought i was but he's like this is a no stopping zone and my mom goes my kid is sick and he's like oh and he just takes off so anyway that's <laughs> that's the whole story hmm. what about, what about you, guys? you i have never i've gotten close i've not felt good after riding rides but i've never actually vomited in the amusement park or because of an amusement park yeah I, I don't think i have either um it's it's weird i when we were pretty young kids we used to ride uh the gravitron like at carnivals do you remember mm-hmm. that one where you like stick to the walls oh right? yeah so we used to just ride that over and over and over and over and over um and then i went to the boardwalk in jersey with my family and i rode like one of the scramblers mm-hmm. um uh-huh. and i was like oh man i can't do this anymore and it, it was just like instant like i went from being able to ride it countless amount of times to not even being able i hate anything that goes in a circle now like teacups. Oh, I can't. Oh, wow. I threw up on a tire swing once. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I was like seven, and like one of my jackass friends, like you know, you like spin the chain at the top, so it just spins incessantly. Oh, yeah. it gets, so that like, happens faster and faster. Yeah. So I don't do I don't do the teacups. Yeah, I can't. I can't do anything that spins in a circle, and it. I'm like, I don't care how like kitty the ride looks. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't do it. I'm like physically incapable of it. I love roller coasters, though. Yeah. Same here. All right. I mean, I can do the spins, but I'm not a fan of them. Like, I don't get joy out of it. I just do it. Like the people who will like spin the middle. Oh like, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Or like tilt a whirl. That used to fuck me up too. Those <laughs> things, no, bad news. But I never puked. I don't think. Good Unless work. I was super young. Like tilt a hurl. <laughs> nice. That's a good trademark. One. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. probably already been said. Speaking of vomiting. So Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, let's and get Fulton. back into our uh, podcast. Speaking of vomiting, <laughs> Charlie and Fulton end up puking in the same trash can. One, one of the most disgusting scenes I, of any movie I can think of. Like I, I can't even like fathom how gross that yeah, was. Yeah, I remember just being grossed out, and it's just so strange. And can like, you imagine it, the smell in there. Oh. I mean, all the people walking by, like all the extras, I must have told them, like, be disgusted by this. Because they're all like, ugh, ugh. And then the cop is, you know, take it outside, boys. You know, none of this, like. Was it a cop or was it a rent a cop? I mean, security guard. Yeah, or security, probably. And it's like, that's what you would say to, like, like a drunk person. Yeah. It's like, all right, take it out. But, like, these are kids. Yeah. So maybe he thought they were drunk. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because if he was a cop, he would have been like, why aren't these kids in school? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so. They somehow get both heads in this trash can, which is, I think is impressive. So, like, so they they would have to been like cheek yeah, to they, cheek. Yeah, it's a tight squeeze in there. Yeah, so I've got a feeling there's some vomit being oh yeah on your the other person there. So, uh, just I feel like incredibly inefficient or I guess unclean way to vomit. Yeah, maybe. it actually is very efficient. Yeah, very efficient. Yeah, that's a good point. But well, I don't know. Not sanitary. I guess efficient in the ways you get two people using one receptacle yeah but they were they were visionaries you've got to think they're like puking all over each other like you said yeah i don't understand how like fulton's hair isn't just like covered in puke oh yeah that's a great point yeah the long hair yeah so do you think it was like charlie's like man i gotta puke and the fulton's like me too and then or 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 was it a show of solidarity where charlie was like i gotta puke and he's like i got your back dude i'll do it with you Oh, he just went in there and like fake puked. Yeah, because he knew he would, what he was going to be getting ready to tell him about. Not wanting maybe to Charlie's out. really oh. afraid of the dark too. He's like, "Oh, I'll, I got you." <laughs> wow, I'm learning a lot about Charlie now. <laughs> so after they go and the security guard kicks them out, they go to some sort of alley. Like, where are they going in this point? I was wondering that when we were watching it too, and I love how like Charlie seems like he has a purpose, like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go sit on this third yeah. step, and then Fulton's gonna stand there, and we're gonna chat. Well, I figured like, they were like just like they were at Charlie's apartment, just like a couple floors down. Oh, uh, okay. I thought Charlie's apartment was nicer than that. Yeah, like, which brings me. I was thinking, are they somewhere near where Fulton lives? Maybe, maybe they're at Fulton's place. It could be. And I mean, just how do we sort of feel about Fulton's speech and uh, Charlie? Really not supporting him at this point well charlie first of all is like delusional um although maybe not because i mean they are like one of the best teams in the world and so they you would assume that they would be kind of on that level even though they don't like pass the eye test for yeah that. but um charlie just like has these grand plans that he expects fulton to like follow him into the fire with and I don't know. The, I, the whole time I watched that scene, I'm like, Charlie, you're an idiot. Like, just shut up. You know? I don't know. I can't help it. Yeah, we talked about this before, but you do not have to be 17 to go to juniors in Canada. You can be younger if you're good enough. Could you be like 12? I mean, I I guess in theory you could. <laughs> It'd be like that kid in uh, 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 Not Another Teen Movie that goes and catches a ball and gets tackled and cut in half. <laughs> 
Or like any other kids movie where, like, um, Rookie of the Year where he pitches for the Cubs. Yeah, but I mean, in that, like, that theoretically would be, be like, fine. That I mean, would never happen, but the kid getting torn in half. No, but I mean, the baseball thing is, like, at least plausible because it's not like he's getting tackled by all these baseball players. You know, he's not getting hit by them. Right. So he could be, like, withstand. Like, that one at least kind of makes plausible sense. And I mean, he like broke his arm, so he has a crazy. Well, not another team moving there in high school, so you could just imagine like a really tiny freshman. I mean, that's kind of what he was, wasn't? It? I, I don't know. I don't remember the exact details. Movie? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think. And then he... they put him in there, and he catches the ball, he catches the touchdown, and then they <laughs> cut and him they, in they, half, and he dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great, great stuff, great film, great film. It is actually really good. Yeah, it ages very, very well. I remember not liking it when I was young, but I watch it now, like as an adult, and I'm like, this is awesome. Ted Mosby from uh, How I Met Your Mother is uh, in it. Yeah. He like, looks exactly the same. Yeah. Whatever that actor's name is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put in the show notes. Forever Ted Mosby. Uh, back to the minute here. How, I mean, I personally was a big fan of Charlie's shocked face. Oh, yeah. Uh, just how do we feel about the acting, especially in that, that alleyway moment? I think they they both do well, but I do want to bring up one thing, and I, and I asked Mike to like, Rewatch the minute mm-hmm. so I could determine this. Uh, Charlie has a pinky ring. Oh, what? <laughs> On his left hand, he has a pinky ring. Um, Was and, that a thing around that? Time? And I never noticed it. And it's and it's only the pinky ring. It's not like he has like a pinky ring and like an index ring or something like that, which I guess I could imagine. And so it's like, how big of a tool do you gotta be? <laughs> and, and it looks like just like a regular, you know, like a like a wedding band or something it doesn't it's not like fancy not with like a cross on it or anything and so i was like god he looks like such a little dweeb with that <laughs> and one other thing what time of year would this have been oh that's a good question because they're very like loosely dressed like they're yeah. not like, bundled up or anything yeah and you figure middle of the season yeah it's gonna be late in the year maybe early the following year so unless they're playing some sort of weird summer league or spring league where they can quit the team, but I don't think that's like it. Yeah, maybe it's just an unusually hot day. Global warming. Yeah, it was a thing even back then. Yeah, already seeing the effects. So at the end, Fulton gives Charlie like a a sorry, and I'm not entirely sure why. Like, why does Charlie deserve a sorry from Fulton? There, it seems like Fulton was going along with Charlie's plan and then realized that Charlie had no plan. Well, I mean, I, I think I think Fulton likes to be a good friend, so he doesn't want to like abandon his buddy. But I totally agree that Charlie's just being a little pissant, um, and but Fulton feels bad. You know, he feels bad for bailing on his buddy. Yeah, I don't think the sorry was necessary, but like Fulton kind of deemed it to be necessary. Okay, all right. So well, it's because and also Charlie's like, "You're going back, aren't you?" Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, it's. I mean, what else are you supposed to say? Like, fuck off. Pretty much, yeah. Like, I don't want to play hockey the rest of my life, Charlie. That, yeah. that, that also is like a... Like, it's funny to think about, like, Charlie thinks he's just going to play hockey for the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of delusional there. Like, yeah. he's not even the best player on I his I mean, 14-year-old. Yeah. That's what I mean, playing. I still think I'm going to play in the NBA someday. But... Keep working on a jump some, shot. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there'll be, like, some huge... Contra- they'll have to use replacement players. Yeah, they'll have open I'll, I'll be I'll be footsteps Falco, but the basketball version. Yeah, but they can only take people who have no college experience. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, 
It's going to be some sort of, maybe it goes along with this FBI probe into recruiting or something. Oh, And maybe. everybody gets arrested. Everyone then, who ever played college basketball is deemed ineligible. And then we change it from basketball to slam ball. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd totally be down for that. I like this. Slam ball is the greatest sport ever invented. It's pretty good. Yeah. Michael put it in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Slam Ball on this podcast before. I thought we multiple might times, <laughs> Multiple times, I remember. All right. Any final thoughts here before we go to MVPs? Um, I, I did think it was uh, pretty funny, and Tommy alluded to this a little bit earlier, how like how disgusted everybody was when they were puking. Like, each person seemingly like takes a turn at being disgusted, like, one by one by one. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, I just thought that was funny. It was just kind of a, a, a funny moment. It's like like they can see them as they're walking up, but then like they get there and they're like, ooh, like that's <laughs> that's when they're disgusted. It's just funny. Yeah. Um I um I just thought it was interesting when they're riding the um when they're on the ride. You can tell Fulton he's like he's like struggling, like he, he mm. looks sick. Charlie just looks bored. Like yeah. like he's drunk or something. Yeah, that's, that's mm. very true. And so it's like, look nauseous. And Charlie's like, oh, I've only ever been nauseous when I've been drunk. So like the actor Josh Jackson, maybe. Maybe so. Josh Jackson was hungover when filming that scene. Mm. Might have been. Let's get some inside info on that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that is a good point. I, I did not think about the whole drinking aspect until you guys brought it up. But that makes sense. Maybe they were. And maybe that's why the security yeah. guard knocked him out as well. There's no way all they were doing was eating hot dogs and riding rides. Like, they were asking people to buy them booze and shit. Like, they had to have been. Yeah. Troublemakers. Troublemakers. So, for this minute, who is your MVP? I like Fulton. Um, I think he uh, he does a good job of acting nauseous. Um, I also think he's got kind of the point in, I don't know if I want to play hockey for the rest of my life. You know, I think, which I think is... A tough thing to say to your friend after you've both basically been kicked out of school because, you know, you know, you do, one of them does want to play hockey, but it doesn't want to wait, play it a certain certain way. And so I think Fulton is the MVP. I'm going to go with the trash can. <laughs> I mean, it's the focal point of the scene. You know, it uh, the scene wouldn't be the same without it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with the trash can. Wow! Yeah, if there's no trash can, what do you think? Do you think they like try to find a bathroom, or do they just go all over the place, just vomit? I oh think, yeah, I I think you just puke like right in the middle of the crowd. Oh really? Yeah. I was thinking like plants or something like that, yeah. like some where somewhere behind a fence, like while they're waiting in line yeah. or something. Uh, my MVP, I'm gonna go with Fulton as well. I think he he sort of takes us on a journey through this scene. Like he's a, he's this teenager skipping school and doing all this stuff and then he shows some maturity very round character yeah and sort of finds himself there at the end so a lot of ground to cover for fulton in one minute and he does it well so uh there's the mvp fulton reed by two to one vote sorry to the trash can honorable mention to the trash can (laughs) you know i wonder if that's a regulation trash can yeah like i wonder if that trash can actually is at mall of america oh or they had to get a special one that's bigger well, and if they had to get a special one just for that effect, too. Can you imagine? Like, like, like if it was just like an open trash can, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been the same thing. If they, um, like, like hypothetically, they go and they go to throw up in the trash can, it's like filled to the brim. <laughs> so they put their heads <laughs> in. their heads in the trash. Yeah. Or if it fills up. <laughs> <laughs> and they drown. Oof. That could have happened. Oof. 
Imagine they pull their heads out before yeah. that happened. Before they just I'm just like, saying, it could happen. Yeah, maybe they try to pull their heads out at the same time and they like get stuck. Their heads get stuck next to one another in the sides of the trash can or something. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff could happen there in the trash. That was a risky move. They forget they know they can use their hands to help get their heads out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was a risky move. But you know who would have gotten his head stuck in there? Hey, Arnold. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah, Arnold football head. Arnold. Yeah. Arnold, does Arnold have a last name? No, that was one of the running jokes of the series. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Of anyway. course, they are making an, another Hey Arnold made-for-TV movie. where it D- takes... Didn't it come out already? I oh, thought it, it did. Have. I just wanted to bring up maybe, Hey Arnold because it, it, it felt like it had been a while since we'd had a Hey Arnold reference on it. There is a, there's yeah. a good episode of Hey Arnold where um, <laughs> basically <laughs> We've this, <devolved. laughs> this, uh, this, this, this um, basically kind of neighborhood beatnik who like everyone loves, but he's he's kind of like a douche. He's a... He's like he's a criminal, basically what he is. Mm-hmm. And so he like he rides a motorcycle and he says like, "Hey kid, you know whatever." Arnold, he's like, "Come hang with me and my crew." So Arnold's like, "Oh, I'm cool. This guy's cool." But it turns out he just wanted Arnold because there's oh. this radio store or like kind of like a Radio Shack, the stereo store that they wanted to break into, and it had a window above the door whose shape is exactly like Arnold's head. Uh, so they would have Arnold break in, like crawl through and unlock the door so his crew could like steal the stereos. Yeah. Because they that. needed because they needed the head to fit perfectly through like a regular side shaped <laughs> yeah. head wouldn't turn head. sideways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he had like a helmet on his motorcycle that fit fit Arnold perfectly. So Wow. Very the guy was prepared. Yeah. Good for him. Anyway, Fulton Reed, the MVP, trash can number two and we are going to the final round of the quarterfinal round. That's final a very matchup. Bad way to say that. Final <laughs> matchup of the quarterfinal round of Mighty Ducks trivia right now. Joining us now, our final quarterfinalists. This is a nice East Coast West Coast matchup here. Coming to us from the West Coast, at least that's where he was like a month ago or so, is. At Conway ninety six Ducks, our man Marsh. Marsh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again, guys. Marsh, remind us what you do again. I don't know if we ever talked about it. I'm actually uh, a chef at Benihana. Oh, that's awesome. So you're yeah. you're going with like you're you're performing in front of the people, like you're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, but the stage fright never totally goes away. <laughs> it, it, right now i'm actually working with chef tarasan out of the encino location and developing a slightly lower cal fried rice <clears throat> wow but uh can also you, also cooking full-time can you can you send us some samples for that <laughs> absolutely you're welcome to visit at the encino location anytime <laughs> what's your what's your favorite and least favorite you know trick to do when you're cooking in front of people well, everybody loves the onion volcano. Mm-hmm. Um, I am my, myself. I'm a huge fan of the shrimp toss, but I don't know if you if you know this, but uh, we can no longer do the shrimp toss at Benihana. Somebody uh, somebody passed away from it in New York. What? Wow. Oh, did they choke? Uh, actually, I he, I think I don't think he choked. I think he it was a poor toss and he leaned back in the chair and bumped his head. Whoa. Um, something like that. It wasn't a choke. Wow. So you can't flip the shrimp anywhere at this point. You can't like flip <laughs> it into your head or anything like that. You can, tri- you can certainly flip the shrimp tails into your head. I don't think anyone would flip the actual. Oh yeah. Shrimp yeah. Into there. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. 
Wow. And then my least favorite, um, they, they kind of, they try to make us do the, the, uh, the fake ketchup bottle. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty lame, but there, there's a plenty of good ones. Rice, rice, baby. You've probably seen. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It sounds good. Yeah. The, the, the beating heart out of the rice. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Now, now quick question about the ketchup bottle. Um, do you guys even put ketchup on anything in that restaurant? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so if I see someone with a ketchup bottle, I, sh- I know it's coming. It's fake, yeah. I mean, I haven't been to all the locations. Maybe some of them put soy sauce, or as they, we refer to it, Japanese Coca-Cola, in the, uh, in the ketchup bottle. But uh, not that I've seen. It's always the fake. We, we need to get our hands on a video of, uh, of you doing this. Yeah. All right. This is amazing. Like, I was not expecting to walk into that. I think it's time for a road trip, fellas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. On the other coast and Marsha's competitor, one of one of the great quackalites of our time, at Joyce and Six, Joyce Inc. 61, Joyce, how are you today? I'm great. Did you just say in sync? I might have, yeah. I, I go a little too fast sometimes my mind works way too fast for my mouth <laughs> yes that's the, what the problem is <laughs> that was disrespectful but i'll continue uh joyce as i i'm sh- i think people know i'm sure people know joyce very very much involved in the entertainment scene covering the entertainment scene is there anything we need to know going on in entertainment that we don't right now um assume we know very know. little maybe i can tell you some stuff offline oh a little inside yeah. info yeah I, I like this this is this is turning into quite the matchup and we haven't even started yet so uh, I, I don't have any fun um hibachi benihana stories although um it wasn't at benihana but a shrimp fell down my shirt one time yeah. so where was it they're dangerous <laughs> Yeah, what happened? Um, it was a short, like toss, and it just like went down my shirt, like right into my bra. So that was. Fun. Was this at a restaurant? Was yes, this, it was. It was it Marsha's fault. <laughs> I'm blaming the chef. So, what is? What I wasn't the... like. I wasn't leaning into it at all. So he just like tossed it like towards me. Okay, so this was yeah. a now illegal shrimp toss to you. <laughs> And the, yeah. it was a short toss. Wow. What was the Sounds chef's like it reaction? Wasn't at Benihana, though. Other places it wasn't at Benihana, so you're good. Although, um, RIP to that person. Oh. What was the chef's reaction when he realized that he put food down your shirt? <laughs> I don't think he realized at all because he just, like, because, you know, they have, like, five of them to toss around the table, so he just, like, kept going. He was just, like, shooting them. Wow. Like, everyone, yeah. Rookie mistake. So I had to go to the bathroom and take it out, but, yeah. <laughs> It's just disrespectful from the chef. All right, enough shrimp talk. I wasn't expecting so much shrimp talk. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is great. Yeah, we're just starting a new podcast. It's called Shrimp Talk, <laughs> and it's just gonna be about shrimp. Anyway, let's go to the game at hand for the competitors. And if you're listening for the first time at home, here are the rules. We got 14 questions. The winner after 14 questions. If we make it all the way 14, who's ever in the lead wins. Remember, it's best of seven, so you got to get to four. Yeah. First, First one to four. to four wins, but if we go to 14, who's ever in the lead wins. If it's tied, I have a tiebreaker question. Now, you have five seconds to answer. You buzz in with your name, unless you want to change your name, but we need 
we need to confirm that before. You can't just change it in between here. Uh, anything Kevin and Tommy say in terms of results is final. Some stuff they say is And I'm not keeper final. of the time. And Kevin is keeper of the time. Uh, I don't think I missed anything here. Any questions before we get going? Nope. I'm ready. Good luck, Joyce. Good luck. Oh, very sportsmanlike there. All right. Question one. We go to D3. At the JV Varsity dinner, how much was the bill? Marsh. Marsh, Marsh. it is. $857. That's Damn. correct. Marsh on the board early. I have a feeling this is going to be a good matchup. This is, I was I was a little concerned that people wouldn't get that. but I thought that was a really good question. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. But both were on it here. So uh, that makes me feel better here. Okay, so we go to D2. At what setting does Steve Brill make his cameo appearance? Joyce. Ooh, Joyce. Um, at the party at Bombay's Malibu house. That correct. is correct. One to one. Even gave a little extra info there that we didn't have listed on the answer. Malibu. I would have gotten that wrong, so the timing didn't uh, didn't matter anymore. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, question number three. This comes from D1. According to his secretary, what is Bombay's courtroom record? Marsh. Joyce. Marsh. Marsh. 30 and 1. That is correct. Are you sure we haven't had that question on, on here before? We might have. I, I'm keeping track of it, but sometimes I do can get confused and I'm like, oh, did we already ask that question? But it was on a list of questions that we didn't get to from the next round. Uh, oh, right. So okay. um, anyway, it might have happened, but either way, Marsh up 2 to 1 here. Um, so question four, we go to D2 here. Uh, this comes from Tibbles. How many times in a row did Julie Gaffney win the state championship in Maine? Uh, that was, it sounded like they both barked at the barked, same time. Yeah, it sounded like you guys both barked. Uh, um, Okay, so <laughs> the last voice I remember hearing is Marsh, which makes me think that Joyce completed saying her name first. <laughs> Reverse engineer. <laughs> Joyce it is. Okay. Can't, can't argue with that logic. I'm, I'm, I'm in for it, though. Uh, three. That is correct. <laughs> what a matchup here. This is a, this is a slugfest. Uh, Quickest we, guns in the West and East. Yeah. Two to two here. We go to question five. Uh, this is in D1. When Carp gets hit in the head, how many fingers does Bombay Marsh. hold up? Marsh. Five. Incorrect. Okay. Uh, two. No. Incorrect. Correct answer is four. Four. Uh, so still two to two as we go to question six. Question six, we return to D3. What is the Eden Hall radio station's call letters? Marsh. K-W-A-R. That is correct. Uh, wow. Marsh on it. Wow. He really wants that number one Quacklight mug. He can end the game here with question number eight. This is a finish the wait, quote. Wait. No, you skipped seven. question seven. Oh, question seven. Thank you. Thank you. Question seven. We stay in D3. What thing does Orion say the Ducks need to do in order to beat the varsity? Marsh. Marsh. Uh, uh, think defense? No. Nope. Incorrect. 
Um, can you be more specific? <laughs> so Orion is at practice, and he is talking about before the JV varsity showdown. Orion is oh, at pick up the trash. That is correct. Okay, that's correct. I'll give it to. I was you. about to say confidence. So. Oh okay. <laughs> so now we go to question eight, which three to three. This is like game seven right now. Question More eight. Like question eight. Good point. Good point there. Anyhow, <laughs> finish the quote, Gordon. Are you prepared to lose your job over? Marsh. Marsh. Some kids, some game. That's Boom. correct. Marsh. With the walk-off. Marsh, wow. What a matchup. Probably the best round we've had We should have gotten far. like 100 questions. Yeah, this is definitely our... Uh, Marsh, you were definitely on like answering a lot quicker than I was. Well, last time um, I went to the question... To- the tiebreaker question or, or question seven and i felt like i was at a disadvantage on timing so i i, I knew i had to be quick to try to i know like, you were so like i like barely opened my mouth on the last one when you said your name <laughs> well that's a little uh inside info for whoever has to face marsh yeah a Mar- little tape Practice yeah little tape on marsh name, <laughs> this is uh this is just amazing. Joyce, no shame here. Congratulations yeah, on making it a, this that far. That was a really good one. I'll also I, tell you, I, I would have missed the, the Julie State Championships one too. So <laughs> you uh, you certainly had me a couple times on the close ones. Wow. I think this was also our best set of questions. Normally this Mike has really some real good, like yeah. doozies in there. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, like, I, thought the, I thought the bill question was really good and tough. I thought the call letters was, was tough too. I, I will say I took one question out. Uh, I, I'll give it to you. This will be just for fun. But in D2, play-by-play announcer Bob Miller mentions he has a color commentator who never talks. What is that color commentator's name? Marsh. Marsh. This was one I actually, I watched the movie uh, last week. Jacques Berman. Yeah. Wow. wow. Marsh. I, I took note of that because I thought, I was like, this would be a great question if he, uh, if he thought of this. I I did, and I did. You just like create like a study guide after you watch the movies. That's that. I swear, that's like the one thing I had in my head is like, you know what? I never noticed that before, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take note of it. And it didn't really help me, but maybe some brownie points. You know, I like took a screenshot of the check they got in the restaurant. So because I (laughs) I was thinking that you might like ask like how many like lobsters and steaks they ordered because you could mm-hmm. actually see that on the check Ooh, oh that would be a, a good one maybe i'll I throw that in there in the finals <laughs> in the past i tweeted to you guys about that at one point in the past so I re- and i remembered it from that but otherwise yeah i mean that's a, that's oh, a tough wow. one serendipitous because if you go back and look at the price per person it's like you know it's like eating at a at a chili's yeah i just love that it was 857 even yeah <laughs> on the dot <laughs> That's a group rate. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Marsh, congratulations. You move on to the semifinals, which should be relatively soon here. Two steps away from that number one Clacklight mug. Uh, Keep going. I I would put you... I would would say he's the favorite at this point. Marsh is the favorite just based on speed. Yeah, and the Jock Berman question. (laughs) He got one I took out for being too hard, so that was impressive. Uh, yeah, we're, we'll, but we'll review the tape and, and let's, we'll figure out if you're the favorite for sure here. But, uh, for us, the quacktech.com, 
go there, contact us at Quack Attack Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Quack Attack Pod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, share your favorite Jacques Berman memory. Uh, Kevin, you have something? Yeah, uh, just a heads up to the Quack Lights out there to start saving your pennies because starting November 1st, there'll be free shipping in the shop through December 15th. And that includes international. Oh, so uh, for, I believe for everything though. except art prints. So uh, start saving those pennies. There you go. Is it still like you got to buy forty dollars or more or something like that? Uh, I'm unsure about that, but I'll, I'll uh, give that to you so you can put it in the show notes. Okay, and we'll still have a crazy promo code. Yeah, I'm sure. Like... I'm sure it'll be silly. Awesome. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack quack. <laughs> <laughs>